Welcome to the Unrefined Sophisticates. You are listening to Ken and Morgan Jones. Feel free to tune in on all podcast platforms and make sure to subscribe and comment. It doesn't have to be nice. They just want to hear your input. With that out of the way, get your ears ready because you're going to want to hear this one. I got to have my drink. Pour me something in the cup. All right. All right. Hey. Welcome to episode. Sente quante vende Cool. <laughs> I mean, some of y'all like French fries. Some of us like France. Pick a side. <laughs> Welcome to episode 182 for those that have never got a passport stamp. Never tried. Uh, you know, it's cool. <laughs> Internationally known. <laughs> Ah, did France even have fries? <laughs> they definitely ain't called French fries. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is washed already. <laughs> we didn't even said our names. And, uh, <laughs> I am your host. Ken Jones to the other box. Morgan Jones. <laughs> but I do want to know. <laughs> what we do don't they have Carlos tonight. Do they just call him fries. We got- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was cool. No screen man tonight. So we going off the rails in our typical fashion. <laughs> this is why we can't, we can't reschedule. <laughs> we need Carlos on. <laughs> On every episode to keep us on track. It's a mess already. Ah, all right. Well, before we get into the fun stuff, we're gonna get into them shout outs. We're gonna shout out Brazil or Belize, sorry, Belize and Ireland for being our top listening countries this week outside of these here United States. Shout out to Salem and El Paso for being our top listening cities outside of Portland, Oregon. And we don't have stats yet on our top listener, but if you think it's you, it is. And we oh, believe I it. Like that. Shout Ooh. out to our sponsor, The Nine Brand. That's the I-X-B-R-A-N-D. You can check out the latest and the greatest at the I-X-B-R-A-N-D.co. Not calm. Don't let your browser mess it up for you trying to autocorrect. You can follow us on the Instagrams. You can follow us at unrefined sophisticates you can follow me can at no ig can and follow more at portland morgan make sure you like us subscribe and review wherever you listen and tell a friend to tell a friend about us double up those entendres oh yeah everybody who wants to follow you but doesn't have the option to follow you should Mm -hmm. just follow me yes the content is nothing similar. Follow me. <laughs> yes, that is a great way to go about that. Because most likely what she's thinking, I would agree. So likely. it's basically likely. the basically right in there. Almost There's, exactly the same. You know? So it's like a it's pretty much like me, but like it's but, a two for but, one, is is uh, what it really it's called a bogo. 
you know <laughs> you know bogo i had never heard outside the context of payless i felt like until i was an adult <laughs> that was the only place i ever <laughs> i knew that bogo existed and when i started seeing it pop up other places it was a little bit weird you were like wait so does everybody pay less <laughs> yeah, it did legit threw me off. I just remember the BOGO stickers. <laughs> yeah, you used to go crazy with joint. the BOGO sales, yeah. too. Like it was yeah. it, it happened frequently. Shout out to Payless <laughs> for hitting those BOGOs. That that got yeah. me uh the shoes I needed multiple times in my life. Yes. As in a fever, fever pitch of sales. Yes. So Canada. there was somebody's little birthday happening and we can't we're doing that. Canada. Baby's just growing up. They growing up. I don't know what to do. I had a moment too. Okay, so shout out to Taya. Taya had a uh, hey, our, our numbers take, fan. Take take take. Um, Taya Taya had a birthday this weekend, and mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I guess I don't think about their collectively the group of the three of them. Like I don't think about their age often. Yeah, but yeah. then in the moment presented with how old she turned, I was like. I feel like I shouldn't have been invited and mm. only be like, I am mm. certainly not cool enough to hang out with y'all. And number two, <laughs> I'm definitely everybody's auntie. Every yeah. I am absolutely everybody's auntie here. Yep. And I guess, I mean, that's okay. Maybe that just means I'm the cool auntie. And that's that why is, I was that invited. Is, it. is that, that what is happened? It. That's okay. it. I, I take it all back. That is it. I get to definitely hang out with people that age. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Shout out to people who like take risks. This was the other thing because mm-hmm. she like found a place to go for her birthday that she had never been mm-hmm. to before. And mm-hmm. that's that's a risky situation because yeah. you don't know if it's normally busy. You don't know the kind of crowd, you know, you know, like we went to Retro Game Bar, which is on MLK. And Deacon. Yeah. And it is a full blown arcade game themed bar mm-hmm. but it's not just themed like shout out to all their names on their uh like the the drinks and the food are all like game and cool stuff related um yeah. but every single place that you can sit down you can play a game at your booth so you can have a booth that's a little bit bigger you can have a booth where there's just two of you a table with just two of you there's a tv and there you go and get the uh, controllers from the bar, and you can play sitting at a table. It's genius. Yes, it's genius. And they have like a little private room, so it was like that. Really worked out. That would look that yeah. the whole thing was like, oh, this is a place you took a chance. It really worked out. Obviously, a bunch of y'all are coming back here tomorrow. Like this, is yeah, definitely. Out, you know, and yeah. I definitely am like, I'm going to make sure that we do Ambush's birthday here at some point because yeah. that's his life. That is it. Yes. If I could, uh, if they would allow me to uh, take over the music somehow, you know, bring yeah. in a DJ or something. How, how was that? Was that, um, was it a jukebox? Was it, what was the music situation? It wasn't a jukebox. It was just uh, what was playing and it was not the right vibe for our liking. <sighs> But gotcha, we gotcha. overlooked all of it because we're playing video games while having adult beverages, you know? Like, okay, which is so tight that it's an actual bar. Like, that's the part that's missing out of that spot I was talking about in Hillsboro, not having mm. the drinks. It's the craziest, dopest of arcades, but 
yeah, not this. This is nice. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So we'll can I? Be, we'll be back. I I want to speak to the the age thing and being. So when I went and pulled up on Young Ado for um his his uh bounce back live performance, I was mm-hmm. not uh you know hip to the hip to the hop. And he's a young a young. I feel it got that star energy. Um, oh yeah. But uh seeing him in his element, but then also being in there on in the same vein of like this, I'm real unkish in here. This is <laughs> this is fresh 18 to 21. Like it was the crowd was, I want to say it was an all ages, so I want to say it was 18 and up at this spot. It wasn't no drinks or anything's happening, but I was definitely in the building and I was front and center, right? And so catching this and seeing them go crazy in the way that it was, it was these moments of feeling out of like, I'm bobbing with it. Like, I feel like I still yeah. got juice. Like I, there's some coolness to me. Um, but I'm at the space in the age now where it is the feeling that I'm not, that I'm way too old. And then having the thoughts about my daughter is 24. She'll be 25 this year. And the fact that it's people her age and younger in here living life right, right. now, and so, uh, but it was definitely, nah, I'm the cool, because this was an invite and, you know, the same type of energy of excitement of seeing me in the space, which is a dope, you know, that's the dope part of it. It's There's not almost being no a- um, greeting, like an Edo greeting. Like, yeah. he yeah. really, he gives you every piece of energy. Mm-hmm. 1,000%. Yeah. Shout out to the young lives. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday, and David, David, too. I feel like David be excited, too. That, 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 oh, that oh, whole definitely. little crew is just... Their little crew is the way that they love each other. Yes. And rock each other with, with each other. It, that is what a friend group... When we see these movies of these kids that have been friends since middle school, and it's like, this is just lifelong friends yep. who are there with each other through and through. And I, I think it's got to be... I'm I'm imagining how dope that would be. Think about your core group of friends and y'all getting a job together at a radio state, like you guys all moving through this together. I think about this all the time because <laughs> I worked with a, a bunch of my friends at yeah. Nike when we worked at like we uh, all worked at Nike. Okay. Nothing like this though, right? Like yeah. this. What they're doing is so much more collaborative and so much yeah. more like fine-tuned to what their actual interests are yes you know, there so you it's, go. it's totally different but it is not but and because it's different in that way they get to uh, like learn together in a different way if you yeah. even if you and your best friend are being trained on the same thing but you're on separate registers and you're you know what i mean like yeah you yeah. talk about like what your training experience was but they're doing everything together yes. and so yeah it's that's a, such, a, it's... such a dope way to do it <laughs> Yes, really worked out. <laughs> pretty, I'm a pretty big fan. <laughs> Good time. Good time. All right. Well, shout out to the retro game bar and happy birthday again, Tay. <clears throat> we yeah, got man. it. So um, a lot's been going on. A lot. We were going to talk about last week, OPG. but I don't think we got to it. We were going to talk about how. Um, how there was this like preface Mm -hmm. this hey there's gonna be some footage that comes out and we hear it is 
the worst thing you could see. Mm -hmm. The actual like city of Memphis is already readying itself for a crisis situation. And then days and days and days before and I'm saying it that way because I think that there was something real on purpose about mm -hmm. dropping that nugget, building this anticipation, <laughs> building this tension, and then before there's any sort of footage or anything, we get five officers have been fired and charged with the death of Tyree Nichols. And it was sort of like, hey, guys, remember last week when I said that there might be some crazy footage coming out? Okay, mm -hmm. well, the people that did the thing, they're already in trouble. Which is wild. So then the footage comes out. I have not watched it. Kenneth, have you watched it? I have not. Um, I, I'm just going to keep saying this. I do not um, condemn anybody for watching, you know, these things. Mm -hmm. uh, but I really need people to understand, especially black people to understand, you have no obligation to put mm -hmm. yourself through that trauma. You have actually seen it. It is actually mm -hmm. living within you. And we don't have to see every single one. And I will say again to every non-black person, you should not need to see black people be murdered by the police with a with a gun, with a taser, or with fists, for you to have humanity about that, about people, for you to care. You shouldn't have to see it. You shouldn't have to see it in order to believe that it's happening, number one, because you've seen it. Like we there there is no way there are all the examples have happened. Yeah. I guess is what I'm trying to say. So you don't you don't need you shouldn't need to see more. And what I realized is if you are a person who thinks that this is fine, if you are a person that fully accepts that the police are uh, able to murder citizens, um, there isn't going to be any amount of footage or any, you know, uh, severity of said footage for you to be like, oh, I get it now. This is bad. Yeah. So, you know, at, at some point, it's just trauma porn. That 1,000%. So, a few people have asked me, mm -hmm. what does it mean that the officers were Black? Like, how, what, what does that mean? And... I have a lot of I have a, a lot of things to say about black mm -hmm. police. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but I also think that we are seeing a certain disposability <laughs> mm -hmm. of certain police officers. We have not seen this happen before, where mm -hmm. they are immediately fired and immediately charged mm -hmm. before having seen anything. And I guess I should step back really quick to say, yes, I have not watched this video. What it does sound like is 1991. So for Boop. all of these folks that are on the news today that were alive then, mm -hmm. 
uh, some of them still covering the news. <laughs> Is for for them to say or for you know the police chief to be like i'm 30 years in and i've never seen anything like this this is the most heinous i've never all of these really big statements that serves a lot of purposes yeah <laughs> but one of them is to definitely make us continuously collectively forget about all of those atrocities that have happened previously that they want to keep saying we moved past from like we nah we we reformed already we don't do that anymore <laughs> none of this is unprecedented and at the end of the day death is death is death right like how many different ways do you need that to be served for you to be like there's a problem here <laughs> right it, it just <laughs> uh, so I just I want to jump just because of that <clears throat> This is like this is one of those situations that's a weird conflict. Weird maybe ain't the word, but the conflict. There's part of me that I don't want to see this. Mm -hmm. Then there's this other portion that's like I've definitely been shielding myself from a lot of this, but I'm also it's keeping me out of the loop to a certain extent. And even with the reading it, it's in the same type of vein without having to. And then it gets into this space of, you know, you have the black cops, which is this interesting thing that how swift right but this is where that the double-sided because it's if this was an a and b testing <laughs> situation would the whites have had this type of swift action but again then after that comes out of my mouth the follow-up is it, that doesn't matter this man lost like right this is this is what happened regardless and so the people who perpetrated it the action is being taken against. With that said, we've been watching this happen on cam, whether it's the police cam or a, a, a phone video. We've watched this so many times and it's the amount of deflecting that usually happens from the rip. And, and it's interestingly enough that the time that it's the black cops, it's there. And it's not for me. It's never one to jump into. I'm definitely not the guy to jump into the, throw the race thing as an immediate, but this is one of those situations where it also turns into a weird space to try to debate this with yep. your, Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I was just going to oh. please continue. Yeah. In the space of your, you know, your, your blue lives matter crowd, because it's this counter. If you say it, then it's like, oh, well, that this is what you want. And it's it's like, yes, this is it. But and so it puts you in this weird loop of it's a bunch of people that this is working in their going to work in their favor in this weird way. Mm -hmm. and, and so it just it's 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 this weird loop. And and I as I thought about this before us even, you know, getting to the topic and how I want to digest this and and, and and intake this information and then thinking of the way that these conversations are now um, some of the conversations are going to flow around holding police accountable and what that means. But it, it just, it's too, it's, it's still weird to me. And I'm just, I'm the weird is the word I want for this. It's weird to me that the scenario with the five blacks is when they have jumped into they're not figuring out all the the woulda could have why none of that why 
like what was the change of heart that made it work in the favor of the victim in this time hello versus the eight million other examples and i'm i'm exaggerating it's probably only seven million with that though it's like what's the difference help me to understand why any other time where is the the police union and all that that holds people from being held accountable like where how did all that stuff get jumped over in this scenario and again as i say this for anybody listening and catching a clip in a, a small part of this i am glad that whatever is happening is happening i'm just asking how come this process isn't like this in a majority of the cases let's not even put all in the, on the table why yeah. isn't this happening in a majority of the cases that this stuff pops up at and at the hands of other uh skinned officers i know that you uh, are definitely not a person that uh you know leans leads with race mm -hmm. meaning this is a yeah. or and if it was a um there's a lot of different um, factions of that in this particular scenario, too. Mm -hmm. Like, there's the, if this were, would it have gone this way? Um, I've also been asked, like, if this were white police, when white police kill us, we're ready to burn things down. But when mm -hmm. black people, police do it, it's just what, cool? Mm -hmm. And I think there is... You know, as a society, and this is very purposeful, so please nobody get their feelings hurt when I say it, but as a society, we do not understand what white supremacy means and what anti-blackness means to it and how much you have to do one to get to the other. And that absolutely anybody can do it <laughs> because mm -hmm. it's the air that we breathe. So there are going to be plenty of black people out here upholding white supremacy mm -hmm. And yes. there are going to be the loud ones like a Candace Owens or a Jason Whitlock that are just real overt with it, that are basically like uh, the white man I'm talking to right now is, in fact, better than me. And so I need to make sure that he knows that I know that he's better than you know what I mean? Yeah. Or yeah. There's there's ways to do it that you don't think you're doing it. Like there are plenty of black people that become police officers with the idea and the intent of like, I'm going to change it from the inside. And. Yeah you know uh that's a thing but it is also incredibly naive and it is not understanding what the system of policing is you 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 can't black your uh, black chief your way out of police brutality <laughs> every single one of those cops are taught the same thing no matter the color cuz when they get in there it's you're blue now not you're a black cop you're an Asian cop. It's you're blue now. Mm -hmm. So they're not giving a different training. They're not yeah. telling yeah. the black cops you can't do these things to the people that look like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. that's not what's happening. Yeah. Everybody, they are upholding a system of oppression. That's their job. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what color they are. So for me, when we talk about things like what does it mean to hold police accountable and talk about reform, like mm -hmm. what this I am a person who does not believe in the system of policing whatsoever. And it mm -hmm. is just simply a tool of oppression and violence. Mm -hmm. That said, 
what collectively people have asked for is reform of some sort. Mm-hmm. And that reform looks like different things or accountability looks like different things to different people. But the reform that they have been asking for is basically we want to see these cops fired. We want to see these cops charged. We want to see them be treated like somebody else would be treated Mm -hmm. if they did this thing, meaning those consequences would happen rather than hundreds of thousands of dollars just immediately paid (laughs) to make sure that they face zero consequence. Um, so this is a moment where you got what we asked for kind of thing. Yeah. Right. So my point in any, in in all of that is that why aren't you seeing something burning down? And I put big, big, big air quotes around that. Why don't you see that? The thing that they've been asking for happened. Um, I happen to believe that that's not the thing we should be asking for. (laughs) Um, Mm. Because I don't believe in this system. This system does not reform. This shows us, this is a microcosm right here. This whole okay. Memphis thing shows mm-hmm. us you have a mostly black uh, police force. Mm-hmm. You have a black woman police chief. You have, you know, um, this is a majority black area. Mm-hmm. So the idea here in the mind of someone who says, we can DEI our way out of oppression. As long as we put more blacks on the force, as long as we put more, you know, black leadership, these things won't happen anymore. <laughs> well, that sh- does this not show us that that's just not true? If you didn't believe it before, which you should have believed it before, but this is like, this is it. It's all of the things <laughs> that you people have said need to be reformed about policing and how you interact with the community. And it failed. And it failed in my opinion, because it was always going to fail. They have not changed how policing happens. (laughs) So just putting someone else in the uniform means absolutely nothing. It means nothing. There's like, you know, when some situations happen, life, things escalate so fast, right? Like, the day can be going just fine, and a sequence of events just hit. And and this, um, when these scenarios pop up, certain certain situations pop up. Like there's definitely things I've seen where it's, it's I'm never going to say I'm understanding a police's force use of force, but I can understand a human response. Okay. And so having somebody that's actually in a situation where I've watched assailants up in a weapon and shooting towards, you know, situations like that, where this is like, okay, you're, then there's these, scenarios that we've seen time and time again in thinking and specifically of like your, your police brutality and the stories of being manhandled and roughed up by officers of the law Mm -hmm. and then having this situation where you're being packed out by the police basically. And the, the fear actually running through you of 
I am possibly going to die. Yep. And again, how fast that escalates. And there's not a, there's not a compliance in the world. You know what I mean? Like to be scared, to legitimately be scared that you're about to, that you could possibly lose your life. And when people think somebody's overreacting when they're, you know, when uh, like one of the things I never understood is police being like, why'd you, why'd you run? Like, cause y'all was chasing. Like, what do you mean? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> like it, it, like, are you, are you, are you dumb? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> shout out Queens flip. It's just like, when I see a lot of that, it's frustrating. Right. And yes. it's, there's a, also this awareness that I have been had this awareness and we've talked about it on here. There's a lot of people that have never been punched in their face. There's a lot of people who have never been in an altercation beyond them just talking. Right. So you've not been in a situation of being really actually physically scared um, right. that a thing is going to escalate. And when, when like people are in real fights and, and struggles, just instinct and all these other things kick in, but it's adrenaline a lot of the time that kicks in that is what you're running on. And that's again, a human condition. And it's interesting though, that in all these cases, there's typically only one side of it that gets to be allowed to have human reactions and responses to a threat. Yes. There. It, it, it's <laughs> the expectations of a person who is being screamed at. Yes. Uh, weapons pointed at um, yes. being hit or threatened to be being tased, having been tased, like what, mm -hmm. wherever you are in your discombobulation, the expectation that you are supposed to just be able to do comply, just comply. And then on top of that, you got, it's complete and total utter chaos. If you have ever been around more than one officer yelling. Yes. Yes. And they is, don't even be in sync. They are never in sync. It is. I've never been in a position where there's multiple police yelling and they're mm. saying the same thing. It's get that. up and get down at the same time. It's yes. Put your hands behind your back. Put your hands up. Which one am I? Right. I'm if I'm already on the ground, how come you're saying to lay on the ground? Like there's so and yes. I'm expected to after having been either hit down to the ground, pushed, shoved yeah. down to the ground, knee in the back, yeah. whatever, yeah. tased. I'm then supposed to be able to have a more <laughs> reasonable, rational response. Yeah. But yet you can from the rip off the handle screaming at the top of your lungs. The amount of times I've been amped on incident situations that my energy hasn't went up because I know that my energy going up could turn this Ended. into a whole different situation. But yet I'm sitting here and this is one of the things I don't do. I don't. Yes, sir. No, sir. There's none of that. I don't serve. I don't serve my father. So <laughs> you're not getting a yes, sir. I'm just not that guy. I'm talking to you like a complete stranger because you are a complete stranger. That's so what you are. I'm, yeah. And I, it's not a disrespectful thing, but it, when that energy is there and it's wild that those power trips, all of that stuff is written off as just, oh, it's just a cop thing. Why is it that 
all of like it's just a common thing the cop attitude why is that so common but again me as a civilian i can't have a have had a bad day and you pull me over and i don't want to hear none of what you're talking about give me the ticket quit asking me where i came from where i'm going none of that matters again for them it's just the the ability to be a human is crazy and you're trained, you're supposed to be trained to be under high pressure situations. I'm a civilian. I'm just living. And you tell me that you have to do all this training so that you are the professional in that situation. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And then what is the training actually? Because we don't see the de-escalation. We don't see, uh, you know, like. Yeah. And I'm not saying there aren't officers that know how to de-escalate. Right. Right. I've had a, I've had a, let mean, me make sure I throw out there too. all of my interactions. I'll say a majority of my interactions are regular because my energy it's, it's not. And I'm for the most part, it's like, Oh, if you caught me speeding, I'm not about to sit here and argue with you. Like, yep. <laughs> I was in a yeah, rush. Not, <laughs> like, so I'm not, here's the yeah, yeah. registration. <laughs> right. But when you're pressing me over something that I'm not doing a thing and you're just pressing like, yeah, you're, you're not going to get the, ah, uh, you got me type of energy. Um, but again, there are people who can talk and we see plenty of that. Yes, there's humans, but let's quit playing like that's just the standard. Let's please quit playing like that's the standard. And let's let's please quit playing like if you I mean, I this this isn't even necessarily like put yourself in the shoes, but like always do that or try. Mm -hmm. um, but this is just more like if there were multiple people screaming at you at once. Yeah. What happens in your brain? Like, just think about what happens. Yeah. Like, that's one of the things that I just don't understand from a lot of these videos that we I see. Know people shut down. Like, I know people who legitimately shut down if you were to yell or scream at them. Like, they, it's yep. a their response is to it's just full shutdown. I, I, how do I handle this? I don't know. So I'm not. Yes. Yes. But again, that's not, you, you don't get that great. Like it's just, none of that ever is a factor in anything. Just comply. If you just would have complied. It's just. The, it, I mean, like, I think that they're the, the, da, 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 da. <laughs> it's just the amount of privilege and night just being naive i think because there's mm -hmm. going to be a lot of young people that have not experienced something like this and have these like wild takes because they're the smartest people in the room right yeah um but they just have yet to have experiences where it's like oh no that whole everyone's equal thing that you keep thinking and keep hearing that's just like not actually you don't get the action of that yeah um, I can see, you know, why they say certain things. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, oh, I just lost my point. Crack is whack. Don't do Man. it. And if anybody is about to go see the Whitney Houston movie, don't. Did you watch that? Yes, I did. <laughs> the Bryson, Bryson Taylor. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Dang it. I wish my short-term memory wasn't so trash because if I could just like remember the one thing that made me even say something to you in the first place, I'd be golden. But um, I don't have it. Young people don't. Oh, the amount of privilege. That's what I was going for. For you okay. to say something like, just comply. Because mm -hmm. 
you've never been scared. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like in that situation, like yeah. like back to your point of never being punched in the face, never being scared of something like that. If you don't have any sort of, uh, you know, like trauma. You never have violence happen to you. Actual violence, not a whooping, not you're got to get a call home from the school. Actual right. violence. Right. Thank you. If that hasn't had, like, it's a totally different level of fear. And there is something to be said about those power trips. That is not, that's, it's, it's universal. <laughs> It's universal. It doesn't matter what region you're in. When people talk about the police, they talk about those power trips. And again, not all officers. But this is the culture of policing. And we will say this, too, because a a great point in that is also every region, but also every race can tell you about the power trip. Yes. Every single person who has been policed (laughs) can tell you what those power trips look like and they may look different for other people, but mm-hmm. they happen. They are frequent. We watch them happen with s- safety officers in schools. Mm-hmm. But like one of the things for me that I just can't get over is like the amount of just like shock, awe, disgust, like, um, absolute repulsion to the idea to the word defund yeah to the phrase defund the police which is literally just redistribute the money to services that would actually help people that is so much uh more harmful to people as a thought than actually people being murdered and how you can see over and over people being killed by the police and be like, hey. <laughs> bang, bang. Bang. What are you do? That's bang. a hard day at work. <sighs> did he did he comply? I mean, like, yo. <laughs> Stop resisting. Bro, my arm, my rotator cuff don't even turn that way. How could I resist? I'm inside out right now. Get like this isn't resist. This is my body trying to put itself into a position that is in the flexibility index. I'm not a yogi. <laughs> the thing that's kind of eating me is just uh, with people just not having any of that experience and having the strongest opinions on that <laughs> not being a thing. You know, like it can't be so many people's experience and you'd be like, you're making it up because black. (laughs) Which is. I I mean, it's just, again, how many of these do you need to see? Um, I did want to bring up this because there's a few things I want to make sure that we touch on. But I want to start with this tweet that I saw from a white woman who has been in the military and an officer and all of these things. You'll, you'll catch that when I read the whole thread. Okay. Um, so story time. All right. Listen in. The end. I have been taught to yell, stop resisting and drop your weapon after firing a gun because bystanders will remember you said it and their memory will automatically reverse the order of the events to make it make sense. Their testimony will support yours because of this. 
I've been told to loosen up and have fun. It's fun. Why are you so serious when doing a shoot slash don't shoot scenario training? I've been told that de-escalation, de-escalation techniques will get me and other officers killed. And as, <laughs> sorry, and as a smaller LEO, I was justified escalating my use of force faster than my colleagues because I was always in danger. So I should use it. I've been told my job is to go home at night. I've been told all the things, all of these things in formal, controlled, and regulated police academies. I have gone through three. <laughs> I have heard some of these things more than once. When I questioned these things in my third academy and stated that they were inconsistent with the ethics of policing, I was kicked out of the academy on my last day. I had completed and excelled at all the graded tasks, but was told, quote, you aren't what we want in our force. I loved my job. I gave it a, I gave a lot to do it for five years. In that time, I never broke leather on my holster. I never fired my taser. I put my hands on an individual twice, both times a simple arm bar hold that immediately caused both individuals to comply. Neither individual was hurt. I have been in many sticky situations in that time, faced several armed individuals. I worked in a national park, yes, but in a high crime area, and being a park ranger means working alone most of the time. I could not afford to escalate a situation, and I didn't. In four words, a police academy commander ended my career. You don't belong here. After 16 years of federal service without a single complaint or write-up, I lost any chance of working the final four years I needed for retirement. Whoa. Uh, with student loan debt, living in a new city with a teenager, I lost my job, my insurance, and the ability to use the education and experience I had worked so hard to achieve. And I don't regret it. I still believe in resource protection. It matters, but I no longer believe the system of policing we have is the way to achieve it. Now, it is unfortunate to me that, you know, it took her the being fired to understand that the system of policing, as we know, it is not uh, an effective tool. <laughs> but that is something that uh, I think really highlights what we have been trying to say for many, many years, which is this is a systemic issue. You can't lone wolf your way out. You can't, you can't say... Oh, it was just that one bad cop. But those one bad cops are in every city, in every state. Make that make sense. I remember a long time ago. I don't even remember what the brutality case was, but I mean, you know, decades ago. It was really on some like, there should be universal police training. So this makes me think of this. Uh, thinking I worked in the construction industry for quite a while. Safety first. Uh -huh. I I like to say safety second. Get the job done first. Um, and I think about some of the trainings. No, see, I was in the cushy inside job. <laughs> but the field guys, there would be trainings, right? CPR training. This This would typically be jokes and some hot dogs and hot links on the grill because it's the day in 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 you know that everybody's coming in to get all this training knocked out they they plan for it 
you get to see guys from all the jobs. They're all coming together and doing the CPR training and all this. It was jokes. And this is no different than that. Watching the little CPR dummy look hella crazy with those wide eyes. It's fun. It's it's hee hee ha ha. It's hella mm. making out with a man jokes. It's all this uh -huh. stuff yes. happening in me. So I can only imagine that it's not much different in a police training which you're working out with your buds doing this right. stuff where it's like, it just has to go on paper that you were in here for this many hours and we did X, Y, Z. And then we answered an ABC question where two of the, the possible answers were so unrelated that you knew what the right There's answer no was. Lose this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. seeing when it comes to this type of training that the way that training is looked at, because training isn't regulated by anybody, but the people. <laughs> Yo, this is such a fantastic point because who polices the police? The police. And they're going to tell us that all of the training that they do is top-notch, top-tier, that mm -hmm. we got the best. And Everybody takes it very seriously. Everybody takes it very seriously. And once you've gone through that training, you're obviously implementing every single thing that you learned that day. 100% of the time. Not 99. If you think 99 about... is failing. <laughs> <laughs> If you put it in the context Can just did of think about the trainings you've been to, <laughs> think about the trainings that you've been a part of that mattered to your job, right? Yeah. It was a thing that was like, you're going to need to know this. Y'all still do don't know Spanish. Y'all took Spanish for two years and you still don't three, know how four, to order off, you know, for free holidays. Barely. 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 <laughs> yeah, no like, different. None. But there's, there's, we are uh, meant to believe and think that one, their training does mean more. Mm -hmm. It is more serious because they're doing a much more serious job than I could ever do. <laughs> and if you speak to actual police officers, there's a whole lot of them that are going to tell you this is just a job to me. Yeah. I just need a paycheck. Which, you know, there's a lot of things that can be said about that. <laughs> da, 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 da. But if you're a person who, you know, works at uh, X food, you know, restaurant and you're learning food safety things and you don't care and you're not paying attention and then you start getting people sick at work. Mm -hmm. Like. It's good. You're, you're going to get fired. Someone is going to notice that you did not take your training seriously. <laughs> yeah. And the reason why these folks, for the most part, don't get fired is they did take their training seriously. And their training is de-escalation may actually get you killed. That's really not what we're here for. Get them on the ground. Subdue. <laughs> Pull your weapon. <laughs> and fire it. Let it ride to the clip small, empty. So do it quicker than someone bigger than you because you're in imminent danger at all times. <laughs> I feel it. Yeah, there's. And if I can outpower you, that, then you can't arrest me. That should just be the gold standard. Yep. I mean, if you can't put me in handcuffs with your 
brute strength, your <laughs> God-given abilities. <laughs> I feel like now we're asking for some brutality. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't wrangle me to the ground. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. If you can't get the cups on me, I should not be detained. <laughs> that should be how this works. And I can guarantee the the police force would change forever. Yo, there are so many things that we because this is what I'm going to tell you. Look, this is what I, sorry, I just want to say this because we talked that power trip and, and I know I joke and I've been saying that for a lot of years in terms of how I feel. So this is the difference in that. You know, that guy that know that he can probably handle himself in any space, any room that he's in. Usually he's not he's not an a-hole. Right. Correct. Usually he's the one that will try to talk something down. I was about to say a hundred percent, but yes. Yeah. So the, yes. the the thing that me saying that jokingly in the way of people that know that they can or do have that type of, there would be a different approach. Yep. I think personally, because you wouldn't have people who are running off being scared all the time. Essentially, you would have a lot less people running around scared who are policing and supposed to be the people that people respect. You know what I mean? And there's there's certain parts of respect that have nothing to do with your outfit, the badge or any of that. There's ways like there's some people when we talk this whole I know we're in like the Internet culture and like alpha, alpha, alpha. And it's like, again, the people you, nothing has to get said. And there's a, that guy that just why do people not play with him? And he's never shown any type of extra action right. or anything. That's the thing not about to be the person that tries to it, see what the action is about. Exactly. Like that's a different type of confidence and energy that runs through. That's not there's um uh who was it? Uh I want to say it was Fabby Davis and it might have actually been Dre, mm -hmm. but one of them said that it's 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 something to the effect of y'all in here looking tough, but really just nervous. And that's what it be a lot of times in situations. It's like, no, they're you're nervous as hell. And that comes off and it may seem aggressive, but to people who know what aggression is really about and being built like that, as they say, as they say, it's a, it's a whole different posture. It's a whole different posture. And that's where there, you have a difference in what it is to be comfortable <laughs> in these situations yes. that are typically tense. So again, because to that point, yeah, you hear a lot of like, well, if there were black and brown people policing black and brown neighborhoods, it would be right. Mm -hmm. And, it, you know, logically sure. That sounds maybe like it makes more sense. Mm -hmm. um, but also to that point, you you don't immediately have that presence. You don't, if you aren't that person with that presence, with that energy, you're not going to get yeah. it because you look like the other person yeah. who has it. Like, it's just, yeah. nah. so we, we, and people can feel energy. You're, you yeah. are nervous. They are nervous. They're, they, yes. they move scared. Yes. And the moment yes. that you can like recognize, I just did, like I said something to the kids the other day, like, Oh no, I remember this one time I I should not have done the thing I did in this parenting yeah. moment and I was parenting yeah. out of fear. Yeah. And like when you can recognize <laughs> Yeah. I that's not number one, that's not how we should be doing anything that's on a consistent yeah. basis. 
Yeah. And if you are doing your job out of fear every day, you're in a constant state of panic. That and you should never be as in a, a position of authority. <laughs> Look. You should not be Look. in a position that holds a weapon, something that could kill someone because you are actually too emotional. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's it's two different reasons. It goes back to one of the things I tell uh, my children this and I've told them this for years. Um, one of my any my response any time in my life that I've been in an altercation with a, another young man and was they make a comment to the effect of I'm not scared of you. My response to that has always been thank you. Because if you were scared of me, I don't want to do this because somebody scared is doing it for a completely different reason. We're just supposed to be fighting to settle this disagreement. That changes when you're scared. You are now fighting for your life. I'm just getting you to understand my point. That's the only reason I'm here. But you're fighting for your life and that I don't want to be a part of because that's a different type of energy in which you're going to come with. I'm not here for that. I just wanted to make you understand what I was saying loud and clear. And that's that's the difference. When you have people in these positions who are scared, their response and their reactions are overboard because they don't. There's no stop check in place because they're they're going out of just all adrenaline and emotion. This yep. isn't about actually de-escalating, as it was said in that thing. This isn't about anything except I'm scared and I need to neutralize this situation. Yeah. What a word. <laughs> yeah. It's a callback is what they call it. I'm pretty That's much what, ready for Hollywood. I mean, where is your agent? Mm. I'll probably spark a cigar later. Who knows? <laughs> I did want to say uh, that there are some headlines. And I, I try and be uh, that mm. headlines isn't what I meant to say. Responses. Mm. That, yeah. Um, have happened since then and, and we know that that is always going to be the case no matter what happens if you wear yeah. um, a white shoe or a black shoe at this yeah. point but um, if y'all don't know who Jason Whitlock is he is a former football player who Fox News talks to uh, mm. who upholds white supremacy whenever he absolute whenever he gets the chance I mean anything every moment um, so much so if people have been paying attention to him when, you know, uh, was supposed to be him doing undefeated on ESPN and no black people will work with him. <laughs> None of the black people he was trying to get on his show would work with him because oh. he doesn't like black people. <laughs> like it's really, 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 really simple. Uh, anyway, if you're wondering, you know, like, what are the responses going to be? What about those Blue Lives Matter guys that are also racist, that don't want, that are going to have, you know, not a whole lot to say about defending the black police? Leave it to Jason Whitlock. Oh, yes. To tell us that really what happened here, this is all the fault of single black mothers. That uh, <laughs> we have too many men being raised by single black mothers. This is a city run by single black mothers. 
And that's the issue. Can I say this? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna say this. Okay. And I'll stand on this. Is that I definitely have had this conversation and out of my mouth is there is something to men that were raised by women predominantly okay. that grow up into big men and don't know how to handle their emotion and their okay. emo So you're big grown men and you're used to seeing your mother, however your mother or the women in your life responded to conflict is how you respond to conflict. And if it's from an emotional standpoint, that's where I, you, this is something I'll say, and this is only my experience. I can't, I'm sure other people have different. I've never seen somebody raised with their pops in the picture, a dude who cries when he fights. I've never seen it personally, right? And I've seen a lot more of my friends. And again, this is my limited experience, but with this also understanding that there's in the space of my friends who are the ones that are quicker to just, take it off the deep end have not been the ones with pops in or an uncle or a guy figure that's been on their bumper about things. Those have been my experiences of my friends with that shortest temper. It's typically in that. And there's a lot of this irrational emotion that does come out in these situations. Of course, this isn't a blanket. Everybody's experience is different, but in my experience, it's been this. And there is something I think to how that works. And then in addition to that, it there's no way even as like a father, there's no way I understand the effect of me trying to raise while raising my daughter. There's certain things that I just can't give her and never could. And I've understood that in terms of what a mom is able to provide. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's definitely demeanor that my daughter has because of the way of being around me for so long when it comes to things. Right. And sure. there's these. um so anyways, getting into the space of seeing where I do think that I've seen a lot of dudes, the way that they respond, black men specifically, because that's what I've been around and grew up around mostly um, in the way that their responses are and how they handle conflict is different than when they're raised, when they've raised with males. And again, it doesn't have to be their dad, but with male figures in that picture through their young and their specifically more so their teenage years. There's a big difference that I've seen how they respond and react to conflict as adults. Okay. Yeah. Where I find issue with what uh, Jason Whitlock is doing here is, um, to me, there is an interesting thing for me that, not interesting is the wrong word. There's this thing that happens where uh, black men do something and black women, their mothers are, single mothers are the issue and there uh, should have been men in the home and there, I'm not, like... Yeah. And uh, that never happens for anybody else. Never, yeah. ever is anyone like this happened because that white man <laughs> was raised yeah, by a single yeah. white mother. And this perpetuates this black men aren't in the picture. 
And that's just like not a thing in at the scale of it, the way that we are like systemically talked about as if black people do not have dads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that black fathers just bounce. And there is that's his point is to reinforce this uh talking yeah. point and to reinforce on a on a network that literally says black people are welfare queens <laughs> and yeah. these single mothers purposely continue to have children because they want to live off the government you know what i'm saying what like, is his background like uh, uh he is a black man raised by a single black mother <laughs> uh did you mean a different kind of background well, that's that that adds to it, but Brianna. All right, we got it. Got him. I mean, uh, <laughs> I know. I mean, I think we've seen this. This is the Clarence yeah. Thomas. It is the um. What's the Ben Carson, it's mm -hmm. Ben Carson literally raised by a single black mother who was on uh, getting all sorts of government assistance in order to be able to take care of her child. And yeah. he didn't even recognize it as that. Like he said, my mother never needed help with anything. We were on food stamps. We had rent. <laughs> like we were in section. That, it, it's interesting how that when a lot of situations and times of how people and and I, I like I just think this shows up of how when 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 we think of I know we're not going to get to it necessarily to here but when we talk about like food stamps and all the things um, it's it's this idea of who that is right when you say welfare queen which Damn. that that means nothing that picture that whatever probably popped in a lot of people's head when that word is said is definitely not what that actual picture looks like Hello. right but the way that it's seen. Of course, when there's one person using that assistance versus yes. another look that gets it, it's it's yes. assistance in one place and the other is just milking the system. Yep. That's that's the way that that is put out there. And when it's the people who end up being in these positions who have I, I think it's a part of the 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 the, the shame of it, <laughs> of feeling yes. shamed about it. And that's why it's this almost I'm going extra hard for this to not be a thing as if you're going to retroactively make <laughs> yourself not feel whatever type of way about it. It just, it, that's something that mind boggles me. Repeatedly. I, will say, I will say that differentiation. So yeah. welfare queen specifically the title of welfare queen. Yeah. And like can said, whatever you just saw pop into your mind. <laughs> yeah is likely the implanted picture of what you are supposed to think of. And that doesn't just serve the purpose of getting to, uh, you know, getting white people to look at black women specifically, but black people mm -hmm. who need assistance. It isn't just to get them to look at folks like that. It is also to get other, to get non-black people period to look at mm -hmm. us like that. And then it is also to get the the black people that are their way of upholding white supremacy is the differentiation. I'm not that black. Yeah, I'm not that yeah, kind yeah, of black yeah, yeah. person. I don't do yeah. that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And when you mm -hmm. don't understand, you know, like 
what you're doing in that moment because you think yeah. I'm just a you know I'm a patriot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm an yeah. upstanding citizen. I pay my taxes. That that that, and I don't want to have to pay for your, you know, you buying lobster and crab. <laughs> okay, cute. Um, that is Which all white supremacy. That is all anti-blackness. That is all what it does to serve a greater idea of it's this version of people that need help. Yeah. Yeah. It's just this brand right over here. And if or like if I needed need it, that help, it's just it was really it. needed. Yeah, it was really needed. Boom. <laughs> that's that's the difference. No, because I lost my job. I'd been there 15 years. Yeah. You know, yeah. like this idea that loyalty to a company or that you've been doing your stupid same job for so long. That <laughs> that's supposed to mean more like all of that. It's all on purpose. Getting getting that whole uh you know vision in your head and that phrase on your tongue is to get every single body to look at yeah. that brand of person at a way, you know, in yeah. a way. Yeah. It's 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 to where we think of like even something just as a, a simple way of hats. Um <laughs> baseball caps specifically. And you know, it, me having my hat backwards is way different than, <laughs> you know, the, the the Danny on the beach with his joint turned backwards. Yep. It's like, what? <laughs> it's the same. Gang it's, members. <laughs> it's, it's, and that's just a guy that's trying to be cool. Yo. Yeah. Uh, we could do this for hours and hours. Uh, I do just want to make sure. Oh, okay, money long. I see you. <laughs> I, do, <laughs> I do just want to say that there are a couple of things that have happened already. And one is the end of the Scorpion unit in Memphis, which is an acronym. They're always a fun acronym. <laughs> uh, you know, like, uh, Drake where is Carlos? You can, <laughs> if you're pulling up Scorpion. So, Portland folks, you will be familiar uh, with the uh, gang task force, the gang enforcement <laughs> team, the yeah. gun violence reduction team. Like we have, it is very much that same thing of, you know, a specialized unit that gets out there and gets the guns off the streets or the violence out of the area or whatever it is that they tell you that they do. And then in Portland specifically, and uh, looks like Memphis, that particular unit <laughs> has some issues with brutality, with uh, abuses of power, with uh, corruption. And there was 40 <laughs> officers split into four teams. And I still can't find what I'm trying to find with the acronym. Like what? <laughs> none of these are actually breaking down with Scorpion or maybe that's just the name. Maybe it's not a actual that was what they were like. We're gonna be the scorpion unit. It's gotta be as it's well. Maybe it's not. Maybe they just sting you. Like, I don't we're know. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was <laughs> 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 reaction took me down. 
Um, okay, so you keep looking for that. But oh, look, I enough mean, people looked it up. I see it. Oh, street crimes operation to restore peace in our neighborhood. They're tricky. We ain't gonna say nothing about guns over here. <laughs> okay, we see you, Memphis. Um, I think that the point is, is still don't work. So these are the teams that get to go out there and be the jump out boys and yeah. do whatever they want and label you a gang member, lab- label you a uh, an affiliate or whatever it is that they call you now. And every few years, every however many years, it's like, hey, this unit is doing all the racism, 90%, 80%. All of the stops, all of the things are of black and brown people. Okay, fine, we're going to disband it. And then what do they do? Rename it. <laughs> They don't even bother like moving officers around. It'd just be like, hold off, friend. And then we're just going to put you back on this team once we're able to make that team and call it something else. So like this whole we're ending the Scorpion thing. I don't know how often this happens in other cities and states, but I know I have lived in Portland long enough to see three different versions of this go from a tried and true to a we're going to go ahead and disband that. They've been doing some of the uh, what they call the fuck shit. And then, oh, you're back. <laughs> ah. Rinse and repeat. So this is not something I'm about to be excited about. This is not something that makes me go, look, they get it. Abolish the police. It's that simple. This, this shit is dumb. So what was it called? What was the names of them here? Uh, gang enforcement team. Uh, okay. The get, the get. Force, <laughs> uh, gun violence reduction team. And then there's FIT, which is something else. <laughs> oh. But all in the same, you know, like they they do the acronyms that, that tell you we're just going to target the black and brown neighborhoods. Yeah, I mean, it's like literally that. All that. Yeah. And, and then when the stats come out that you've only been targeting black and brown people, they're like, oh, that's where the gangs are, guys. No, you are labeling people gang members that are not gang members. Hey, like they surely was sweeping that that gang sweep of like, I remember getting put on gang detail. We walking home from school. Like, this is the group of and they really popped out on us. They hit us from all the ways to where it was the two side streets and the main you couldn't go straight because it was just a long road they hit from all angles to where kids nobody could take off we kids we 13 14 the oldest person in that group might have been 15 and came and made everybody take pictures which is nuts too just thinking y'all hit the polaroids and was flashing the joints and now people was put on you know how many people like at that time of what they was doing in california with like prop 21 you get a gang enhancement Getting the gang enhancement thrown on to you because you got in a fight at school and somebody now is trying to make this assault to where your regular person as a kid would have been like, oh, this is nothing. But because you're on that gang file, that gang file gets thrown in there. And now you're looking at possibly being tried as an adult and getting uh, 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 state time over that. Thanks for fucking nothing, Bill Clinton. Mm, Fucking Bill, fuck your saxophone. (laughs) Yeah. 
fuck you, Arsenio Hall, for having him on. <laughs> Everybody think he was cool for launching him into. Yo, you you brought him hearts, into black people's homes, and minds, their hearts, the their blast. minds, their living rooms. Yeah, as a youth, I definitely was like, "Oh, he crazy!" Yeah, and we're still in that world. So just remember, each time that you see uh, Kamala Harris being on the Breakfast mm. Club, that's the same fucking thing. Same thing. <laughs> Joe Biden or Sleepy Joe at <laughs> Roscoe's. <laughs> we ain't forgot. <laughs> That's it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't forgot. Ah, well, we're gonna get ourselves up out of here. This is a great conversation. Um, you know, one of one of the things I want to say before we do cut in the way when some of these heavier, heavier topics, you know, and I, I want to salute my sister on taking the brunt of the force of actually going in and deep dive into this and taking, you know, the mental blows that come with it because i'll be honest i duck away from a lot of that shit um in the space of just i find myself putting myself in the shoes of the victim a lot and not as a victim but just i can identify with parts and pieces where i'm like damn i would have responded this type of way that type of way based on my knowledge of myself and i feel like um you know uh, for me specifically like with um things going after floyd around that time it was just like this is this is, I'm kind of done dilly, but it, there still is a part of me that ha- is understanding in this moment that is still important because we're having the conversations about it. And as we have these conversations and hopefully we don't have to keep having these conversations, but it looks like <laughs> for the foreseeable future, these are conversations that we're going to have to have. And I, um, you know, I definitely got to do more in that space, but I definitely want to give you a salute and all the things for exposing yourself to intaking a lot of this shit. Cause it is a lot and it's heavy. Um, and, you know, trying to get on here sometimes and find a way to lighten it. It is hard. Um, <laughs> so with that, again, salute to you appreciate all the work and shit that you do to make sure that this shit gets out and is broken down in a way that people can take these talking points and then be able to, uh, maybe go into a comment section and have some rebuttals. <laughs> but anyways, with that, go ahead and follow us on the Instagrams. You can follow us at unrefined sophisticates. Follow me can at I technically can and follow Morg at Portland Morgan. And actually because I don't have an IG, go ahead and follow Portland Morgan. If you were going to follow me, follow her unfollow her and then refollow her. So she knows that the reason that you follow her is because are you meant to really follow, follow us? Can. Yeah. 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 And that too, you know, Six five. I will report back. I'll just be that like, "Yep, is. I got three today." It's a, there are three follow unfollows. <laughs> They're here now. So, oh yes. Uh, well, make sure you like, subscribe, and review wherever you listen, and tell a friend to tell a friend about us. And with that being said, it's check out time. It's check out time. Gotta go, nigga. Gotta go. Y'all know hey, time. come on, man. Get your bags, man. Call that bell, motherfucker.